podcast legend Fish B on the bass guitar. Welcome back, Bon Jovi Amigos, chapter 542 of the Fishbowl. 15 minutes or less, Monday through Thursday. This will be arguably the worst, but potentially one of the most honest uh, teases that I've ever given about any podcast. I've got reason to believe, <laughs> and I have this sinking feeling that no matter how hard I try, that chapter 542 might go down in the annals of podcast history, which I'm sure will be uh, just just volumes and volumes and volumes in a uh, dusty library that no one ever visits because people will ask, what the fuck is a library? However, in that library, where no one goes to in the future, in the annals, in the voluminous annals of podcast history, I think there's a chance that chapter 542 of the fishbowl might go down. And this is really saying something. Have you been on the internet? Chapter 542 might go down as the worst podcast in the history of the internet. I don't know what it is. I don't feel good. I don't see it getting better. We're going to do our very best. But unfortunately today, I just don't think that'll be good enough. But as I was explaining to my son, Isaiah, our executive producer, as we walk through beautiful Riverfront Park in Spokane earlier today before we went to Red Robin for lunch, what a delight. Sometimes you have good days. Sometimes you have bad days. That's life. All you can do is your best. I'm not sure the question he asked me to garner that answer, but does it really matter? Because that, that was the answer. Sometimes you have good days. Sometimes you have bad days. That's life. All you can do is your best. So yesterday, we didn't even have a chance to get to the most insulting experience of my trip to Salt Lake City to pick up the executive producer on Sunday, and I flew down early, and I flew back real late <laughs> next to an empty seat without, without our executive producer. And of course, he just, he just got here yesterday. But after hearing this news and, and talking to the, the fine, helpful people at Delta who are wildly understaffed like they are everywhere, seemingly, at Red Robin today, the server had to come over and apologize when we first got there that she was the only server working. Red Robin. Red Robin is, is a good waiter job or a good waitress job. The tables turn over quick. The orders are fairly simple. A lot of families go in. A lot of quick $100, $120 you know, bills. Good tips. Red Robin, one server. Wow. So I'm at the airport, and after, after dealing with the people at Delta who were doing their best, and it was what it was. I, I sincerely try to 
to have a good attitude and also benzos when I, when, when I travel. So uh, that makes having a good attitude and kind of, you know, rolling with the punches easier, even though I was uh, not happy about uh, um, it was one of those things like, like it just was what it was. But I wasn't obviously wasn't happy about flying to Salt Lake and to pick up someone and not picking them up. We've established that the at least at least the Delta terminal at the Salt Lake City Airport is is a slice of American travel hell. It, it has to be one of what just the poster child for uh, infrastructure and, and airport spending. It is a it is, it is a disaster. I'm not sure who doesn't care. Uh, my hunch is a, a lot of people didn't to allow it to deteriorate to this point, because holy fucking fuck, I've been in a lot of airports. I'd say almost all the major ones in America, it's as bad as I've ever seen. So the first bar I go to, I sit down and I, I have a beer. Seemed right, right? I have a beer. And I'm like, oh, it's early, which way I'm going to go? Ah, for second drink, I'll have a, uh, you got any Irish whiskey? No Bushmills. I have a, I have a Jameson. Grab me, a, grab me, a, grab me a Jamie on the rocks. And honestly, in in something unrelated to Isaiah not being there, and I, and I happened to mention to the bartender because that's how my day was going. I said, "Well, it's going fine." Other than the fact I've flown to Salt Lake City to pick someone up, and now I'm flying home next to an empty seat. Now it's kind of the extent of it. So there I am enjoying after a beer, and I'm like three sips into uh, my whiskey and ice. And those that know me know that this is wildly true. Not only can I be an emotional person at times, a passionate person at times, if you want to spin it in its most positive light. But I'm a very easy cry. Very easy cry. I, I, I don't like watching movies that even have an emotional component to them in the movie theater because I cannot hold back the tears. For example, let's throw out some, some movies that uh, almost everyone has seen. Uh, cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsledders. How many times did you cry during that? That got a tear out of me. The ambulance rolls by. So really anything, really anything. I easily cried like the first 50 times I watched, uh, I watched Whiplash. So, so, so I'm an easy cry, easy cry. So I'm having my whiskey there at this horrible, horrible airport bar. The worst airport bar I've ever been to. And I'm sending a text uh, uh, to an old friend who, who I just adore but haven't talked to in a while and was taking this opportunity to reach out. And in the course of typing this text, I mean, I certainly wasn't bawling, but, but a, couple, a couple tears appeared, sure. I wasn't spazzing out. I wasn't a spectacle. I wasn't making a scene. I was sitting there by myself typing something. And I took a cocktail napkin and I dabbed in my eye a couple times. That was the extent of it. That was it. 
So I send the text. You know, I'm obviously done crying long ago. Finish the cocktail. Now that I've had one whiskey and ice, that means we're going to need a second whiskey and ice in the airport bar, for goodness sake, with nothing to fucking do. And I order, uh, I just wanted an appetizer at the, at the time. And um, the, wor- the worst bar food I've ever had anywhere, airports anywhere. I just, I just ordered the chips and salsa, guacamole, and like, like, like bean plate. And at a hundred-year-old movie theater run by third graders with a preschool education that have never seen tortilla chips, bean dip, salsa, or guacamole before, uh, uh, could have done better. Everything about it was awful. The salsa was horrible. The guac was horrible. The beans were horrible. The chips were horrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. But as I order this food, before I get the food, with the food order, I kindly ask, with my manners, as always, I'm a polite human being, for my second Jamie on the rocks, keep them coming. And this bartender in fucking Utah says, I can, I can get you another drink, but not till your food comes. And I'm sorry, what, 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 what? I'm like, you can, I'm, I'm like, I'm not inebriated, sir. I've had, I've, I've had, I'm at an airport for, I've had, I've had, I've had one beer and, and one whiskey. He's like, yeah, but it looked like you were upset. And I, you said your son wasn't coming. And I, you know, like he, like some, he was just really, really worried about, about me. And perhaps I, w- I, I was giving out a vibe that I didn't uh, realize I was transmitting, but I seriously don't think that was the case. And I've never, ever, ever in my life been cut off at a bar. And if there was a league of professional drinkers, I would probably get drafted. I can, I can hold my own, no problem. Not that that's something that... Uh, is a great quality in a human being or some, something, something to brag about. I don't think that will make the annals of podcast history that I can, I can hold my booze like a real champ. But I told the bartender, I'm, I just started apologizing. I, I, I'm like, I am so sorry for, you know, the tear, but it, I didn't think I made a scene. He's like, no, 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 you didn't make a scene. I'm like, I'm like, what? and I'm like searching for other cinemas of scene. I'm, I'm like, did I, did, did I create a spectacle? Like, was it, was it like embarrassing in some ways? Like, no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. But you can't have a, another drink until I bring you the worst excuse for food that most humans have ever seen. Okay, dick. And I just, I, I just kind of wanted to, um, and in that moment, like I, like I was fine like, in, until then, but di- did I start to feel myself getting a little irritable? Yeah. A little annoyed? 
Sure. Perplexed? Most definitely. Animosity towards the bartender? Not really, other, other than I was, I, I was just really confused. But for, for those that know me and for those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a long time, you, you know me too. At times, uh, my tongue can be a little sharp. you want to engage in some kind of insult Olympics with me, I wish you the best of luck. I really do. If you want to play that game. I, just saying. Just saying. And did I want to say something to the bartender? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. At this time, I'm starting to garner some thoughts. As I'm sitting there for 15 fucking minutes, sans fucking cocktail, waiting for my fucking chips so I can have a goddamn drink. And then I remembered, I, you know, this person clearly can't be trusted. It's not me that is not of sound judgment. It is not me that is not of sound mind. It is this bartender. And I had to remind myself that no matter what, I mean, I don't think you should go out in public and, and cause scenes and, and raise a ruckus anyway. I think we should do our best to be polite and live in a civil society and be kind and all those things. But in this moment, I'm like, don't, don't, don't say it. That TSA pre-check is very valuable. That TSA pre-check is very valuable. And who knows if I say something that offends this person in any kind of way, I, I, just, I, just, I just do not know what the reaction will be because as someone that's dealt with thousands, if not tens of thousands of bartenders, he was truly a unique bird. So I had three bites of chips, drank the whiskey as fast as I could, which was quite fast, gladly paid that tab, went to another bar. It was better, but not very good. Only stayed there for one drink, and then the third one ended up uh, the kind of place that you can kill some time. Not happily, but you can kill some time there. So, God bless you, Salt Lake. And God bless you, Salt Lake Airport. Till manana. Say adios, Fishbeat.